Hi, everybody. Hi, Welcome. everyone. Hello. Welcome to Common Ground. Yes. I'm Leanna. I'm Raj. I'm Sydney. <laughs> and we're all here today. I know. And I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. So nice to be back. Yeah. New year. This is my first Common Ground of the New Year. Ooh, awesome. yeah. Common Ground of the New Year. Very, cheers very exciting. I know, right? I'm like, cheers to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does your cup say? I always want to know. What is that mug? Um, do you guys, did you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I wondered. Okay. Yeah. It's just pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that how you feel to be back then? Yes. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It feels pretty good. Pretty I know. Good. I feel like I said that all last week. Pretty good, pretty good to be back. <laughs> now I'm just seeing Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's appropriate for our discussion today to uh, kick off the new year with, I know you all did word of the year and now kind of what everyone else is talking about is routine. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the um, beauty of routine and the challenges of routine, I guess, you would you say that's a fair <laughs> assessment of the conversation? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's really easy to... Oh, Set, set routines cat. for the new year. Then you have your cat. <laughs> Without fail. It always wants to be the center of attention. Uh, I think it's, it's a, I look at it twofold. I don't know if I said this before, but I think the new year is a wonderful opportunity to set new boundaries and want new routines and, you know, kind of assess what was going on and what you want to shift. And then I also think it's a great opportunity for failure. <laughs> yeah. Because I think you can get really invested in the routine and then it just becomes overwhelming. And as you know, if you've been taking Sydney's challenge, kind of something I took away, like if it's not giving you that immediate dopamine and it, there's some struggle there or some boredom there, you're out. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, it's almost as if in the new year we have all this energy and you're setting yourself up for disappointment in a way. <laughs> Is that what you're? Yeah. Yeah. I so also feel we pump so much energy into January that mm -hmm. we like lose track of like what it is we even want to change or experience differently because we're now just like all right if i can make it to the 31st <laughs> like what were you even doing it for right yeah for what yeah because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i must have seen like so many i don't even know it was a lot of like parenting accounts that i follow that are like yep i made it through sober january three days oh and i'm like why are, then don't do it mm -hmm. like it's not funny that you picked up the glass of wine after you committed to yourself for 30 days. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I don't care if you're drinking during January or not, but you had a reason behind it. And I'm just using this as an example. It can be literally anything, but it's, it is set up to fail and that makes it hard. Dry January is the perfect example to use because mm -hmm. when it, comes to something that is habitual and for a lot of time like a lot of people 
drinking might be habitual or it might be something to mask or it might be fill in the blank, whatever story it is for you. Yeah. It's like the perfect example to use in this instance, because if you're thinking about needing to do a dry January, you should probably be thinking about alcohol far longer than just January. Right. <laughs> I saw this account actually, and it was like kind of saying, the same, but the opposite of what you guys are saying. It was like, you know, taking dry January is a wonderful option if you're actually going to assess your relationship with alcohol. alcohol. Exactly. Yes. But if you're just saying dry January to be on like a health kick, <clears throat> you're what? And like you just said, Jan, like what February 1st comes and then you're like picking up a bottle to this face. Like, did you really assess your relationship or were you just yeah, abstaining no, to abstain for that 31 days? And then you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And so, it might be a little performance based too, like to show, yes. show it on social media. And like, that's a big, like motivating factor behind some of that too. Oh my gosh. A thousand percent. I think yeah. that with a ton of things. Um, yeah. Like we're not just saying, we're not just dry in January. It's just saying that this is the perfect lens of what we're talking about, where you have to like really view the intention behind the routine that you're setting. Right. Yeah. You well, have and the motives, you know, there's so much. I don't know. I think this is so much too about like, the challenge you've put forth, which is digital wellness versus digital detox, because do we set up routines to prove something to ourselves yeah. or do we set up routines because you want to create a ritual because you want to do something differently. And I know for me in my life in the past, I've set up a routine to prove something to myself. I can mm -hmm. do this 30 days in a row. So I'm a rock star. Okay. Rock star. Now what? Your 30 yeah. days are over. Like, so <coughs> You know, we detox from alcohol. We detox from digital. We detox from caffeine. Ain't never going to happen in my life, by the way. There's <laughs> nobody that's ever going to convince me to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> but, but I know that about myself. I've not, like, I don't want, I don't need to prove to you I can live without caffeine because hmm. it, I don't, there's no should behind it. I think when we yeah. like put a should behind our routine, like, Everybody's doing it, so I should probably try to drink less coffee because I don't know. Because, um, yeah. yeah. So it's like if your reasoning is because everyone's doing it, yeah, then you will most likely fail. <laughs> well, here I feel pressured from whatever fill in the blank to do a detox, like that probably isn't helpful. <laughs> <clears throat> but, you know, but there's also that conversation flip side. So we're, I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of like ping pong mm -hmm. back and forth today, which is fine. That's why we have these discussions. On the flip side, I know personally for me, even like I sometimes need the motivation from outside of myself to be inspired to make a change. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I see everyone doing dry January and I'm sick of feeling hungover. This isn't true, but like, <laughs> I'm like sick of feeling hungover every Saturday and Sunday. And I see all of these other people doing dry January and I'm like, oh yeah, like I don't have to feel this way. Maybe. Right. Blah, blah. 
Um, so well, I, yeah, and I honestly couldn't agree with that more because I had this personal experience where I was driving and it was early in the morning. I think it was like 5.30 a.m. And it was, so it was really dark out still. And there was um, more people. I take the same route every day. And there was more people at that time running than I've ever mm-hmm. seen before. And I think it was like January 3rd. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in that moment, I just started like, like a creep in my car, just smiling. Because <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Good on this, like these people. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, yeah, they're falling into the cliche of like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, doing something new. It could be whatever this month this year, but you can't get anywhere if you don't try. So there is that sense of like, okay, I'm going to like, um, for this example of running, like this person maybe has never run a day in their life, but now they're doing it. Like they're going to try it and maybe they will fall off in two weeks, but then that goes to show like, okay, the intention wasn't I, I don't want to use the word genuine, but maybe just didn't mean it enough to them. But it gave me hope like, wow, that's nice that people are trying new things because mm-hmm. I think as business owners in this, like we want people to try new things. We want people to experience something different, but it has to come from within. Yeah. And you have to find what works and what doesn't. And that mm-hmm. makes me think too of like where we were originally going with this conversation is like finding the routine and like the depth behind it Mm -hmm. that you stay. And so it almost becomes like two questions. Like, so say you want to try something for January. That's great. You have to understand like how you are motivated. Right. And then next question is if you're motivated for the right reasons, you have to find the routine and the way that helps it stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Helps you actually incorporate it into your life so that it can become a habit right (laughs) so like i think that's where the conversation goes beyond what everyone's talking about right now which is january (laughs) right well and i realized i kind of came down on that hard and i am all for Starting something with intensity. I mean, I, I'm one of the most intense personalities. <laughs> <Yes>, you are. <laughs> but keep connected to yourself as you're doing it. Yes. Does, if that makes sense. Because then when you go two weeks in and you, you aren't running anymore, you might know why. So then you can say, okay, perhaps running isn't for me, but I could, if I still am connected to this intention of whatever it is, maybe I go on a walk every mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. Maybe I need a running buddy and we go three times a week yeah. so that you can course correct your, your, like your motivation, I guess. Yeah. I just see so much external. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to, it's really hard to maintain external motivation in your own life. That's just hard. You're just set it. You are setting yourself up to fail. Right? Yeah. It's almost like, You know, there's a huge, huge, huge difference in the change of I'm going to run every day or I'm going to not drink alcohol for 30 days and the motivation and tension change being I want to feel better 
right and be healthier or like feel more vital during my days mm-hmm. because then that gives you space to be like okay what actually helps me feel this way mm-hmm. if running my body feel like shit after 30 days <laughs> am right. i gonna jump ship and just not care or am i gonna find another pathway that helps me feel more healthy and feel better so it's like also a definition issue yeah <laughs> or like a that's why, you know, like in the digital wellness, like we like talk about our values, like where are these even coming from? Like, how are we, motivated? why are we doing these things? Yeah. And I think too, sometimes motivations like shift and change and to start, it might be like something very external. Like maybe you joined a running group and it's like, you feel responsible to the other people or you feel excited to see them or you're like, oh, I'm like going to do this thing with these people. But then maybe you like have an argument with somebody in the group and you're like, man, I don't want to do that group anymore. But you can still, it might take a little bit, you can still shift your motivation. Like maybe you thought your motivation was being with these people, but maybe there was a deeper intention behind it that you just didn't realize at first. Oh, yeah. And that's where like the subconscious comes in, like you were talking about um, pre pre uh, common ground. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And and that willingness to pivot, mm-hmm. you know, I think we get really caught up beyond just January, like moving past that now and discussing like routine as a whole. I think we get really really stuck in like, I need to eat ground meat and rice and a vegetable. And it's like, you know, it's okay if your mom brings over cornbread, like you're gonna survive. But for some people, there's no room for air, you know, and it, and that's like a personal thing. And I've been there before. And there's a, a layer of being strict with yourself and holding yourself accountable. And then there's being respectful of yourself and patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. That I think sometimes can go hand in hand, but like everything in life, we can see the extremes, you know? And so building a routine requires grace. <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. So true. Because who are you when your routine is a little bit unbalanced? Are you like, like, Oh, don't talk to Sydney today because she didn't get her pages in. You know, like, is it that? (laughs) It's like Nate staying away from you because you didn't get your two pages in. You know, you have to wonder. Just kidding. I'm just used. Adam's like, do not go near Mirage. She did not have her coffee. (laughs) Right. Yeah. This is my routine. Routine. (laughs) Is this. It, it could be a different conversation too, not different, but an extension of this conversation is why are we so afraid to fail? Mm. Like, why is it bad to not be able to do something if in that for me, when something doesn't like work out, I tend, it's almost like a mantra. Like I can get really down about it or I can get like, Oh my God, I didn't do this. I didn't succeed. But sometimes it's like, well, that's just information. Like you just have information as to why that is not like what worked out for you or because I I got in the headspace a lot of times um, being invested in other people doing yoga. 
in my life is that I should do a certain amount of yoga to be able to do that. And so in a sense, I think this conversation too is, can be such a reflection of the way the four of us practice. Mm-hmm. Like what, what commitment do we hold ourselves to? And do we, you know, are we in trouble if we don't do it? Like, cause right now I can say that like on paper, if you were to like, look at like on paper, like when you go to class, when you do all this, like I would look like I was failing yoga right now, mm-hmm. but I've n- never been more in yoga in my entire life than I have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Months. And it's crazy because I had to allow myself to sort of fail at what I thought was a practice, especially just off the heels of a 500 hour teacher training mm-hmm. and, you know, being a part of in spirit, but I'm not failing. I'm learning so much about myself and I'm learning so much about my practice. Mm. And I think that that's like part of the reason or a large part of the reason that the four of us created in spirit so that we could find a whole bunch of other people that believe in yoga the way that we do. Not because we believe in it in X, Y, Z, but because we allow it to be a part of our life in unique and individual ways. And that's where we come together. Yeah, so true. But so, like, it's not so bad to fail. Like, everything is not like your like chemistry test, and I don't know that those are the things I failed constantly. Society <laughs> thing, like we're just chemistry tests all the time. <laughs> oh, that's it. Like I just Mr. Gregory give these chemistry tests, and he would just he'd be like, "Well, we'll figure out how to help you pass this class." <laughs> Big red because I just. I like words. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so true. Yeah. I think you were just saying that Leanna though, it's like a little bit of society, a little bit of like personal, like that goes into that belief, yeah. you know, but. And I, yeah, I think there's so much to the external versus internal conversation because when you are, comparing yourself to others or to a grade that you need to like get which isn't i don't know why we test that way it's not applicable to life but that's a whole other conversation um like and you have all of these external motivators that you're comparing yourself to or measuring up against like of course you're gonna fail (laughs) in a way right you're gonna feel like internal motivation is the thing that changes you. And I even said this in the digital wellness course, it's like, you can only compare yourself to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that success is like other people celebrating you and showing you that like, like validating, like you succeeded in this. And it's like, it's hard to find that within yourself. Yeah. So if you don't have other people like cheering you on, then it's hard to find that motivation to keep feeling like I'm, I'm doing it. Like, this is great. And sometimes you do find it. Like sometimes it's there and it's very present. Um, other and, times it's Yeah. And that's where having a good community can help where you can be internally motivated and cheered on by others is like the sweet spot. Yeah. Where like great change can really happen, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but you're not externally doing it because you want to impress Mirage. Yeah, I do. I so impress Mirage. No reason. Yeah, I saw something, and I think I I actually did post it. Um, 
but it was like approaching that external validation with like personal confirmation. When somebody says to you like, I saw your artwork at the fair, it's beautiful. You respond with saying like, thank you. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. How often do we just stop with like, thank you so like, oh my God, thank you for telling me how much you liked my work. And we don't stop and say like, thank you. I did try my best. Yeah. I did put in effort. It's like we like justify or over explain something when someone compliments us. Yes, exactly. I love your green sweatshirt. Like you're pretty, like we're pretty good at it. We're like, yeah, we love our green sweatshirts too, but it feels like a safe space. Like how many times when we aren't in the safest space, can we truly like accept a compliment? compliment. Yeah. 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 Or accept that the way we do something is exactly the way we need to do it. Right. For that given moment. Yeah. Because we're like doused with so many ways to get a dopamine hit. It's hard, it's hard to stick to something. And yeah. I know we were all talking about this, and it, you know, before just in life is that the world is orchestrated in such a way right now that it's very hard to stick to something. Because it takes focus and attention and without instant reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think part of it too is like if you see somebody doing something that you're like, wow, they're like sticking to it. I'm really impressed by that. Like maybe you start a little community there and ask them about it. Like, how did you do that? And I'm like, and then maybe even you recognizing them for doing it, they might have thought like, oh, like I'm not really doing much. But then to see that somebody else is impacted by them might even motivate them a little more. And then it kind of is like receiving on both ends. Yeah. Well, this feels this feels a little bit like um, plugging something, but perhaps we can. Like, this is why we created this five minute ritual space. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is exactly it, so that you could just choose some things that you might try out that work for you, and that they're they're there for you and in spirit when you need them, how you need them. And mm-hmm. I think we all are sharing things that we know, like enliven our days like mm-hmm. not like we're like oh my gosh do or die with this but like this this is a cool thing to add for five minutes a day yeah. and you might not see the result right away you probably won't yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it's and that i back to talking about the five minutes but <laughs> If you are going to do something, I don't think you need to go full steam, you know, like I know that personally sitting down for a 20 minute meditation, it ain't happening for me right now. Like I am ping ponging inside my brain too much, but five minutes bite sized is like just enough for me to start off and then build. And I'm not going to build to 10 minutes. I'm going to build to six minutes. Yes. And then maybe I'm going to fall back to four, but it's just having that bite size five minute, you know, like, okay, I don't need to go. Like, that's my 100%. I guess I should say that five minutes is 100% for me because I know, and I used to be this way and very much I'm still learning. Like 
if you're not working out for 30 minutes or an hour, why are you even doing it? You know? And it's like, you can do 20 minutes and still feel something. You can do 15, five, whatever your 100% is in that moment, I think is more validating than pretending to be on for whatever amount of time and being miserable, not really being there, removing yourself entirely. You know, it's like, are you really actually reaping any reward or had you done it for less time? Maybe you would have gotten a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, almost like, and we've talked about this so many times, but taking small actions to build is more sustainable and also helps you make new neural pathways. Mm-hmm. Where, like, that, I guess that's kind of what we were saying at the beginning is like taking small steps to build instead of going all in in a January <laughs> is you have a higher chance that it stays. Yeah. I have an actual example of this. Um, Also, the chaos going on is my daughter's just unloading a drawer. So it happens. It's life. Um, She's really into passports and social security cards these days. Oh, good. So my husband does TM. So for anyone that doesn't know, transcendental meditation, it's pretty strict. And it's 20 minutes a day, twice a day. And he has gone through many times of being like totally committed to that. Like that's exactly what he's doing. And it's great. But he also goes through times, well, I can't do 20 minutes a day twice. So he just do it. So it goes from zero to we'll say 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, well, just do 20, just do one time. Like, it's fine because this is the world we live in. Because when TM was put together and, you know, considered a modality, which it is, like it is, the world was different. Our brains were different. What we were faced with on a daily basis was different. So meet yourself like where you are and then either work up or down from there. But either way, you're getting something, but you're not getting failure. But it's just, that's a tricky place because it's like very much you either do it or you don't. Yeah. 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 And so is that, um, if you feel comfortable sharing, is that a Chad thing or is that a TM thing? To do all or none. Like I mean, my dad did it. My dad did it too, and it was all or nothing. It's <laughs> very interesting. I want to look more into that. On why. I mean, it could, but it could. It just. It could be a them thing, but I, of the people I've spoken with that do it, that is how you do it. Are you, is, are you saying it's similar to like Ashtanga? Like you have to do part of the series to get to the next part of the series, yeah. like that kind of. It's just like this is how you do this practice. Yeah, you can do meditation, but the second you deviate from doing it this way, you're no longer doing TM. Yeah, got yeah, yeah. Like the Beatles did it, so it's like cool, you know. Like you gotta (laughs) do it how the Beatles did it. I don't know. Now I'm curious to see that, but I these are two people in my life that generally tell me the truth. And oh right, yeah, I was just super curious because obviously, like there's practices that have been around for so long, and there's structures behind it. and we want to honor those totally yeah. and you know just knowing like i'm curious just personally like what the reasoning is for two of 20. <laughs> it's kind of just fascinating to me yeah. um anyways yeah it also and i mean this is more of like a everybody gets assigned a mantra and you're not allowed to know the mantra so i'm always like what's your mantra you won't tell me to both my dad and chad and they were both like, no. 
it's mine. I'm like, why are you being all selfish with your mantra? And I was, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying all this to say, I respect that discipline. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes. if, but if you're in a place where that discipline is not working for you because you're bending over backwards to try to get there just to get there, yeah. then maybe it's different kind of meditation for a while. Yeah. And there is, you know, obviously things to building and sure. needing discipline to build something like Nate, my husband is an ultra marathoner. Mm. He runs a hundred mile races. He has to be strict with his training because yeah. otherwise <laughs> he wouldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And it's healthy and it would not be healthy. That's a whole other conversation. On whether <laughs> Anyways, but he has to be disciplined around his training, but there's also a grace in that structure. Meaning like most weekends, he's gone doing like six hour runs in training. And if we have a family function on a Sunday and he's supposed to train on a Sunday, like, okay, you're going to, what are you prioritizing here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he needs to have the grace to be flexible and maybe switch the training around so that he can prioritize what matters. And so it's, we're not saying that you should not have discipline either. It's right. having the grace to be malleable within, yeah. you know? I think too, like even with yoga, I mean, there's definitely a strictness to like certain practices, but there's also like joyfulness and playfulness in yoga. Like we're told that ultimately like we're supposed to be joyful and um, feel that sense of ease in, in our daily lives, in the things that are happening that maybe felt like a lot before. And then they turn into like, we figured out in ourselves how to be with them. It's not like we've eliminated the things in our lives. We've just figured out a way to be with them differently. So I do think there is like, it might start out as like this, this strictness, but it's okay to also have a little playfulness at the beginning too, because that's ultimately going to keep you there. Like, why would you want to do something that's always so strict? Like that just sounds like school to me. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Like I was never, I love learning. I never liked school. <laughs> um, that's like a yeah. two different things to me. So I think there's so much power in the decision because a lot of our energy sucking and um, like not changing or whatever comes from waffling. <laughs> and like deciding like, yeah, I practice today. Should I not practice today? Right. What am I going to fit it in? Blah, blah, blah. But if you decide yeah. every day, I'm going to teach digital, digital wellness at 8am, yeah. you eliminate all of the energy of thinking about when, when yeah. <laughs> you just are. Yeah. It provides more space. Actually, the structure provides more space, you know, and it's like, there's, this is so much the practice of discernment, I think. Yeah. But there are times in your life. Oh, we lost you. One thing, you, you don't go that way. And on the other side of the line is the way you go. So for you, Sid, right now, it's like at 8 a.m., this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my family, well, Chad and I, like, we don't eat animals. That's just a bright line. But it doesn't. It took a lot of what you were saying is just that waffling. It's exhausting to waffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And waffling, I think, isn't the same as being curious and figuring something out for yourself and doing that. So, like, there's just, there's so much here. Yeah, there is. And also, like, I think that goes to a conversation where you can decide 
on a internally motivated fundamental like i am a person who does not eat animals mm -hmm. and then all of the murky decisions around that are crystal fucking oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry crystal clear <laughs> We like the, you know what I mean? like, <laughs> I am a person who, like, I am a person who loves to teach, but like, I can show up and in spirit and it's not all of these questions are like, should I teach here? Should I teach there? What am I building? What am I building? It's like a lot of like, that's such a powerful question that comes from Seth Godin. Mm. I am a person who hates plastic. <laughs> Right. So it's like all of these decisions around like, what should I use? What should I incorporate? What should I buy? What should I do? It helps all of them. So it's just like decide, like I'm a person who. Well, it's like, let yourself assign your own bright lines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And be okay if you don't know what they are yet. Because I think in my experience, I know, like all of a sudden I'm like, no, I like, for example, there's eating animals, but there's also drinking coffee. You're just, you, no matter who you are and what you're doing, I'm just not going to be a person that's like, I'm getting rid of coffee, but that's like, okay. Or, you know, or you're just, you're, you might be a person that says, I'm just not going to be a person that's going to stop eating animals. And that's, that's like, okay, because there's so many ways we can practice routine for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's like motive, commitment, and then execution. Yeah. Like you have to be really real about those three things for yourself. Otherwise, it's just going to be a constant waffle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think, too, like that grace aspect comes in, like you were talking about, Sydney. Like, there, I feel like it might still be popular. There was that hashtag yoga every day. Mm. I was always so annoyed by it. So I started doing yoga today because it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you don't know what tomorrow is. Like, just, focus on today, focus on this moment. And that's how you start to build the patterns. Um, instead of thinking about like the big long of what every day amounts to, like, you don't know how long you're going to be on earth for every day could be a really, really long time. And it's daunting to think about that. Like I've committed to this everyday thing, like, oh my gosh. And then that feels overwhelming. So it's like, focus on today. Today is all of the moments. Like today is the only moment. So I think that's where that grace aspect comes in too. And where that also like discipline can come in, like you just have this solid reminder of like, it's today and I only have today. So I have to do it today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. It's like Mirage, how you started this conversation. What did you say? This is, um, you said, we're going to be talking about two sides of this. I can't remember what words you use blessing and something, but it, there's such my a brain, line my brain. Like, <laughs> I know, right? That was so long ago. Like, that was so long ago. <laughs> A fine line between that initial commitment you make to see if you see a change and then that day you decide that, you know, you're just doing something for today. And I don't think anyone can really tell you what that is. Yeah. I just know that when I'm, I, if I set myself up to say <coughs> challenge, I see it through the 21 days and I see what I can learn about myself from it. But like, there is the fine line of like, I don't know, on day 11, like you skipped it. So do you quit or you do get back on the horse for day 12? Yeah. Or do you say, this is actually making my life worse? Like I, we can't like, 
we can't make those decisions for other individuals, even mm -hmm. though it kind of, there's then there's like accountability, like, come on, keep going. So routines change. And I, I, I think the thing I can say to all of this is that even though routines change, they're, they're there to help you evolve as a human being. Yeah. Mm. And if you can feel some sort of evolution within yourself. Yeah. I love yeah. That. And the routines likely evolve too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. I feel like we could talk about this forever. I think <laughs> we've done a good job of that. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Goodness. My <laughs> Okay. Leave okay. Us, have a great day. Leave us comments. Let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about next week. Share your routines, share your motives and your, and your uh, executions. I want to know. I, I think it would be nice to know what helps someone create a routine, like yeah. everyone's individual approach. That way, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. we yeah. can a community to support you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.